All right, so we are going to do Daf Pei Aleph, and let's just catch us up to where we are. Uh, so we're talking about a special din that we learned in the Mishnah. Normally, the tzitz is only Maratza with the Tumah and the Akrava, the carbon itself. If there's an issue with the person who's Tameh, so he's pushed off the Pesasheni, if he didn't do that, and instead he went ahead and brought the carbon, so normally we say it doesn't work, even B'diavid. The tzitz is not Maratza for Tumah Sakuf, for the issue of the person being Tameh. But we say that there's a very unique halacha called Tumas HaTahom. Tumas HaTahom is when the person finds out that the way that he was Tame was specific to uh, a, a, a type of Tuma which was unknown. Like there was a body he finds out that was buried under a pile of rubble which he had be, be, jumped over on his way to the base of Mekdash. It was a Tumas HaTahom. It was a body that wasn't discovered. People didn't know about. So that's, that specific type of Tuma is an anomaly. And we say that the Tzitz is able to be Merah for the Tuma of Tumas HaTahom. So the Gemara wanted to know whether or not this is true for the Kohen who does the Avodah or only for the Bailam. Is it a din in the Karban or is it a din only in the Gavra who is owning the Karban? That was the suffix of the Gemara. So the Gemara tried to bring a proof because we're going to say in the Brides are coming up that Tumas at the home, the, the, the anomaly that he's okay, that the Tzitzim Ratz is only for Tumas Mace. So we're trying to figure out to exclude what? Tomas Mace as opposed to what type of Tumah? So if it's for, for Tomas Sharetz, that depends, because there's one opinion that says, Shochetim is Arkanah Tomas Sharetz. So if your mom is able to fulfill your mitzvah, even when you know your Tomas Sharetz, you fulfill the Karm Pesach because by nightfall you'll be Tahar. So that we don't need, it can't be possible that when you have a Tomas at the home of Tomas Sharetz, it's worse than if you know you're certainly Tomas Tomas Sharetz of Tomas Sharetz. So it can't be we're coming to exclude that. So it has to be that what we're talking about is a Kohen who was Tamei Sharetz. And we're saying if the Kohen would be Eved Tomas at the home of Tomas Mace, then Bidiyavid the carbon would go through. But if it's, if it's Bidiyavid, but if we find out that it was Tomas Sharetz, then not. So it must be we see that there's a principle of Tomas at home by the Kohen as well. And the Goran said, no. Mamar of Yosef, three lines from the bottom of the Pei of the really we're talking about the owner of Pesach, we're talking about a Karm Pesach, Tomas at home to Ziva. We're coming to exclude if it was a Tomas at home from the type of carbon, the type of Tomas called Ziva. So what does that mean? So that means, let's say it's an uncertain, unknown Tuma of Ziva. The guy didn't realize he was Tame at the time, but the reality was that he was. So here you may have said Tuma Satom will work, and we say it does not. What's the case of Tuma Satom of Ziva? So Azov, who sees two emissions, two irregular emissions, there are problems, obviously, with the carry. So the, 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 the law is that he's Tame for seven days. So in the last day, that, that seventh day, so it's, it's now Arab Pesach. It's the 14th of Nisan. So he's trying to figure out, am I Tame now or am I Tahar? So in the moment, today, it's 2.30 p.m. He hadn't yet seen, so everything's good. As long as he won't see till the end of the day, for sure he'll be good. And what happened is, at the time he brought the carbon, he had no way of knowing whether or not he would see. But if he would see, later on in the day, it would retroactively make him Tameh. And at the time he brought the carbon, it would be no good. But that's the type of Tumah, that's Tumah Satahom. So you may have said that even if he goes ahead and, and he's, even if they bring the carbon, and then a couple hours later he sees another Iyah, so you may have said that, 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 that it's okay, because it was a Tumah Satahom. It wasn't a Tumah that people were able to know about. No one knew at the time whether or not he was going to see more during that day. So you might have said that it's okay. Says the Bryce, no, Tumas Atom is only for Tumas Mace. It's not for Tumas Ziva. That's the point that the Bryce is making. But the Olam, the whole concept of Tumas Atom is only for the Baila. So now the Gemara asks, Tumas Atom to Ziva lo Meratza? Is it really true that Tumas Atom of Ziva is not Meratza for the Baila? Meaning, if the Baila ends up seeing something that was unknown, whether he was going to see, it's true that he doesn't get read. So if Atanya says in the Bryce, Shemar Yom Kenegid Yom, Shemar Yom Kenegid Yom is by a woman. 
So a woman in the halacha by Torah law, she gets her period. So during, the, or the, or if it's a normal time of the month for, for her to get her period, so then for the next seven days she's tameh. And uh, it doesn't make a difference how much she sees. After that, the next, the, the next 11 days are called the ziva. During the Yimei ziva, it's the regular time of the month for her to see. So if she sees one day or even two days, so she's not tameh for a long time. She just has to count one clean day. As soon as she counts one clean day, then she's back to being tahor. But what happens is, if she sees three days in a row, then she becomes what's called the Zavagadola, and then she has to count seven clean days. None of these halachas apply today, because today we just assume every time a woman is automatically a Zavagadola whenever she sees, and she has to wait seven clean days. But back in the times of the Torah, if she saw during the 11 days of the month, which are regular for her to see, she has to count one clean day and then she would be tar. So she's a shomerisom. Can I get you home? So mamish this matzah. She's not sure if she's tahara. Today, could, it's the 14th. If, if today will be a clean day, she'll be fine. She'll be good to go. If she'll see later today, it will mess it up. So what's the law? They brought the carbon pesach first. So what's the din? And the second day was a suffix. We don't know if she's going to see. And then she did see after the carbon was brought. So she definitely is tamea. Halachically, she is impure. So she can't, part- can't eat part in the carbon pesach. Her body is tamea. But the price said, that she does not have to bring a Pesachini. My time, how could that be? I mean, once she saw it, then clearly she was Tameh. We assume it's definitely retroactive. That's the way it works, right? If she doesn't see one clean day, she's one clean day, she's still Tameh. She ended up seeing them that day. So retroactively, she was Tameh. So how in the world is she positive from Pesachini? It must be because it's considered a Tumas home because it was an unknown Tumas because no one knew whether or not she was going to see during that day. And there's that, that Allah HaMosh Rizina, that the Tzitz is Maratzah Tumas home for the carbon Pesach. So it's a kasha. We're saying that Tumas Adom is not Maratzah for Tumas Ziva. That's the way we're defending ourselves. We see here in the right so that it does. And my answer is no, it's not a proof. Amri Lo, Mishun the Kosovar Gilsim, Kana Labaud, Matam. Rabbi holds that a woman who shemarries some connected yom is only matame from the moment that she sees an on. So what is going on? So let's just clarify. Everybody agrees shemarries some connected yom. It's only if she see if she has a clean day that she becomes tahora. If she doesn't have a clean day, she's not tahora. So what in the world is the Gemara saying? Rabbi holds she's only tamei from the time that she sees. What's the concept? So Rashi explains like this: Mixes hayom kikulu. You have to clean, count one clean day. But how much is a day? So we would say the whole day. Rizzi says, no, mixas ayom, a partial amount of seeing a day clean is like you saw a whole clean day. Mixas ayom kukulo, that's the principle. So as soon as the day started and she didn't see, her tumma went away. She saw one clean day. Ah, she sees later in the afternoon. That's not retroactively connecting the tumma to that and saying she never became pure. No, it's like a new random re'ia that she sees during the 11 days. It's only from that time and on. So imagine a woman was totally tahora. She brought her kam pasach, and then after the kam pasach, she has a re'ia. Clearly, she fulfilled the carbon, just now she can't eat the meat. That's what the matzvah of Shemar Siyom Kineke Yom is. When it's the day that she's supposed to count as a clean day, even though when she sees, she will be tamed from then and on, but once she counted a partial amount of the day without seeing, but tahara, she's good to go. The Rabbana and say, no, you have to count the whole clean day. If you don't count the whole clean day, then retroactively, you were never tar. So then the Rabbanim would say, you're not going to come and So it has nothing to do with the tits. It has nothing to do with Tumas at the home. It's just about the fact that once she counted a partial amount of the day, she's good to go. She's already totally pure. Says the Gemara, uh, What happens if a Zav who saw two times and now it's the seventh day, is Erev Pesach. And then they shafted it, hoping he wasn't going to see anymore. And then he ended up seeing. Or this massive of the woman, on that clean day that she needs to count, they were shafted with Zarka Olav. And then she ended up seeing. It says, 
retroactively, any couch that let's say these people had sat on, retroactively is an avatoma. Whoa, what does that mean retroactively? She didn't see, you know, until 4.30 in the afternoon. She sat on a couch at 10 a.m. So we say that once she saw it at 4.30, retroactively, that couch is an avatoma. That means at 10 a.m. she was tamea. Why? Because I guess we don't say, make sense that Yom Kikula, it's only gone a lot above. We do not say that. We say you have to see the entire clean day. And yet, what's the halacha? Still, they don't have to do pesasheni. So now our question comes back. Clearly, we, our assumption that it's not true. We see that any couch they sat on the whole day is retroactively tummy. Clearly, we see you have to wait the entire clean day, the entire day to be clean. And that didn't end up happening. So why in the world are you possibly from pesasheni retroactively? We're tummy. Must be, the proof comes back. Was Tumas Atom of Ziva? Tumas Atom of Ziva is even Mirage. So our question comes back. Says the Gemara, no. Amri, Milo, Mafreya. What does it mean that the couch is an Ava Tuma? Midrabanan. Midaraisa, Mixus Yom Kukula, when it's only Kanulaba that is Matami. And that's why you're part of Pesachini because on a Daraisa level you were tar. Midrabanan is very confusing, obviously, because it's like you saw, but it was only retroactive. Is it very retroactive or not? So Midrabanan, they said anything you said on is retroactively Tami. But since that's only Midrabanan, Midaraisa, Mixus Yom Kukula, so therefore you're part of the Pesachini. Says the Gemara of Afra, Boishio, Sovra, Matami, Lafrey, Midrabanan. Even Rabbi Yossi also looked at the statement of Rabbi Yossi that the couch is Tamil Mafreya, and he said it only means Vidrabana. Titania, Rabbi Yossi, Omer, What happens if it's up? Yes, it's on the seventh day. He was about to go to the mikvah, everything was good. But then he had another Re'iyah, he destroys the entire account. He goes back to day one. Why? Because there's no mix as Yom Kukulu. You have to wait the entire seven days. So even if it's on the seventh day, at the end of the day, let's say, you destroy the whole count. That is Raboshi. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Rabbi Yochanan, No, you only destroy that day. You have to count one more day. So that makes no sense because if you have to see the entire seven days being clean, and if not, then it's retroactively you just have to go back to day one, like Rabbi And if you say, he says, so you already finished your seven days, and now the new re'iyah that you have on the seventh day is a new random one. No, so you, don't, you shouldn't have to count even one more clean day. It's like one new random new spotting. Unless it's two scenes, you don't have to, you don't have to wait. So what's the pshat that Rabbi Yochum is making in this strange compromise and saying that when you see on the seventh day, you destroy that day. So rather we have to just change the gear. So you don't just lose anything. You don't lose even that day. Meaning you don't have to count back again. What's the idea? Right? Rabbi Yochanan is subscribing to the idea. So the seven clean days were already over. And the new seeing that happened on the seventh day is a new random seeing disconnected completely from the state of the previous Zav. Okay, so that was a dispute between Rabbi Oshi and Rabbi Yochanan about whether or not Mikano Labam Atami or Mafreya. For Amar Lei, what did Rabbi Oshi tell Rabbi Yochanan? Rabbi Oshi Kai Kavaseich. You want to know Rabbi Yochanan who holds like you? Rabbi Oshi. Rabbi Oshi also holds Mikano Labam Atami. So how could that be? We had the Bryson before Rabbi Oshi Amar Tamanu Shkabel Moshe Mafreya that the couch that the that the woman sat on, the Shemayas Yom Shkenegin Yom, who then who brought her Carmen Pesach, they shechted it for her, and then afterwards she saw. We say Mafreya any couch she sat on is Tamei. That's, that's exactly the point. It must be that the Tumah Lamafreya is only a Durabanan. The fact that it says she's Yotze the Karman Pesach is a proof that really mixes Yom Kukulo and it's a disconnected Re'iya and at the time she was totally tar. And the whole concept that the couch was Tameh is only a Durabanan type of Tumah because it was confusing. But the reality was she was completely tar at that time. Okay, very good. So we've defended, follow the steps here. Tumah Sayom. Dumasato may only be on the on the on the owner, not on the coin. 
um, when we said La Fuke Toma Sheretz, um, when we said it's only by Tabi Beis, we didn't mean La Fuke Toma Sheretz, we meant La Fuke Tomas Ziva of the owner, Tomas Atom of Ziva, like these types of cases where if you'd see Ziva later on in the day, according to the Rabbana, that you have to see the entire clean day retroactively, you were Tama, you wouldn't have to be in Kar Pasach. I were seeing in Rabbi Yossi's here an opinion that when you see later on in the day, you're Pata from Pasach. It's nothing to do with Tomas Atom. It's a new concept Rabbi Yossi subscribes to. Mixes in Yom Kikulo, you're only Tama Mikan It's a disconnected form of Ariya. Says the Gemara, very fascinating question. Now let's go back to the whole Cheshman according to Rabbi Yossi. Once we say Rabbi Yossi holds, so, so we don't have to exclude Tumas Atahom from Ziva. Why? Because every case of Tumas Atahom of Ziva, the reality is that you're Yotze, according to Rabbi Yossi, right? According to Rabbi Yossi, you're Yotze because Misiyom Kukula, you were really Tahar. So what do we mean? We only say Tumas Atahom from Mace to exclude what? We can't say in Rabbi Yossi to exclude Tumasayom de Ziva, because according to Rabbi Yossi, you're never becoming Tame. You're never gonna, it's, it's always gonna be only Tame from then and on. At the time the Pesach was brought, you were good. Must be, Nifshem Minei to Kohen Hochelot Tumasatom. In Rabbi Yossi, the proof should come back. And we must be excluding Tumas Sheretz. Tumas Sheretz, we can't be excluding from the Bailim because there's an opinion that Shultim is Arkana Tumas Sheretz. Must be, we're going to exclude a case of Tumasatom of Sheretz from the Kohen. And we, the proof would be from Rabbi Yossi that, 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 that they were Matar at home, at least for a mace, even for the Kohen. So the Lord says, the Olam No, we might be only be excluding the Bailam of a Pesach because Rabbi Yossi personally held that either Bailam is a Tamei Sharetz cannot be Yotze. So you would say, but if it's a Tumas at home of Sharetz, he could. The exclusion of Sharetz. But a Kohen who has a Tumas of Tumas at home is never included in the, in the anomaly. And even if it's a Tumas at home of mace, it's not acceptable. That's what we have to exclude him. So whether you are like Rabbi or like the Rabbanon, there's no proof that a Kohen Hushalot Tumas Atahom. According to the Rabbanon, the statement, could be to exclude Tumas Ziva. And according to Rabbi you don't need to exclude Ziva because but rather it would be necessary to exclude Tumas Sheretz. And Rabbi Yossi holds in Shreth from Zarkon or Tumas Sheretz. Okay. Why are we more strict on the Kohen specifically here? Because he's handling so, so no svar, no svar. The Gemara yesterday, when it was wanting to know if the Kohen has it, the words are, where, what was the halacha Moshe Bissina? It's a halacha Moshe Bissina, it's not a logical point. You're telling me, you're definitely telling me whether or not the body was known or unknown. So, so, so the language that's used in the Gemara yesterday is that was it, was it said on the owner or was it said in the karma? That was the suffix. The question is almost like what was said in the halacha Moshe Bissina? Okay. So now the Gemara says, According to Rabbi Yossi, how do you ever have a Zavagadola? A Zavagadola is a woman who sees on three consecutive days, right? So she, and then after seeing three consecutive days during the 11 strange days that for her to see, she has to wait seven clean. How do you ever have that? What's bothering the Gemara? You should always have Mrs. Kukulo, so they're always disconnected. It's never three days in a row. What happens if a woman sees two days, then a clean day, and then the fourth day, she sees, she sees again. She's not a Zavagadola. She, was, she became tar when he had a shade of clean day. So even if a woman sees three days in a row, it's never in a row. Because you always, you always were tar, tar in the beginning of the day. So the Gemara says, What's the case? She was flowing straight for three days. That's a crazy case. She never stopped. So she never had to mix us a Yom Kukula. Or two Benash Mashrushes in a row. So again, the same thing. You never had, as long as there was two Benash Mashrushes, so that's, two, that's, that's three days in a row. When it says Bein it means right before Bein HaShemashos started, and she, she saw straight, let's say, for an hour and a half. So she does that on two nights in a row, so you're guaranteed to, to, to know that she bled on three, three days. There was never a mix of Yom Kukulo at all. 
Okay, Gavaldik. Now we're done with Rabbi Yossi, this business. Okay, that was a little difficult, a little tangent of Rabbi Yossi. We kind of love just as we got into the discussion. So now the Gemara now declares more. By Rabbi Yossi, if this new halacha of Tumas Atom, so we weren't sure if it was on the coin. But now, if it's on the Kohen, Kohen is it only for a Kohen who's bringing a carbon Pesach? If it's on the Kohen as well, and a Kohen who found who did the avoda, and then he found out, hey, he had, he had jumped over a body that no one knew about, and it's good. We say the carbon Pesach goes through. If we'll say that, what about when the Kohen was bringing the carbon Tamid? If it's all like it, we weren't sure about the coin, but if we say it's good for the coin as well, is it only by a carbon pesach or by a carbon tamid as well? Me, I'm Reno, and do we say kigamir to masatoma pesach? But pesach, but pesach will gamir. But tamid lo gamir. The Allah was using I was taught by pesach. We can't apply it more than it was said. It was only said by pesach. We can't apply it to tamid. Oh, Dilma, y'all have tamid. We pesach. We're able to learn. We're able to learn uh, tamid from pesach. That's our question. Okay. So the Gemara says, "Amar Rabba Kabba Chomer, Ma Makom Shlohutcher Lo Tomei Yedua, Hutcher Lo Tomei Satahom, Makom Shlohutcher Lo Tomei Yedua, Eno Din Shlohutcher Lo Tomei Satahom." So what are we saying? If in a place where Tomei Yedua is not okay, let's say a, a, a carbon Pesach, right? A carbon Pesach. If the Bailim knows about it, right? There's no way it's mutter for him. It's a carbon Yachid. He's pushed off. So, so if it's not a place where it's ever hutchelo tuma yadua, still we're matzer tuma satahom by carbon pasach. So makom shuhutchelo tuma yadua. But in a place where, in a circumstance where we're more makel, even if it's a tuma yadua, if there's no other people to bring the carbon pasach, we would let the kohen be the one. The carbon tamid, we would let the kohen be the one to do it. So we see we're more lenient with tuma with carbon tamid. Right, think about that point. If it's a carbon Pesach and you have no way of becoming tar, what's the halacha? You're pushed off to Pesacheni. If you're the only coin out there to bring, to bring the carbon Talmud, what's the halacha? You're not, you're not, you're, you, we, we, we say it's overridden. The Tumah is overridden in order, to bring, in order to bring the carbon. So we see we're more lenient with Tumah. Certainly the carbon Talmud, the Talmud, carbon Talmud should have the hatter of Tumah Satom that if you only found out about the kever afterwards, then it should be okay. So Amri, he said back, You can't make a Kavachomer based on something that's a Halacha Sinai. When you're dealing with Halacha Moshimi Sinai, there's no logic. And this is how you see it so pronounced in the Gemara. Logically, you would say, if the carbon Pasach had it, we're restricted with Tumah, Kavachomer, the carbon Talmud, where we're, li- we're more lenient with Tumah. But you're using logic on Halacha, you can't do that. Tanya, like it says in a Braisa, Akiva, So, Basically, what we're talking about here is that is an interesting halacha. We're talking about the types of uh, uh, of tumah that a nazir a nazir has to shave and go back to the beginning, right? So we know that for example, if he touches a dead body, right? We know touches a dead body. What type of dead body? But dead body. So one form is what if you touch a barley's worth of the bones. But what about if you're in the same uh, premises or you touch a revius of dam? Does that also do it? Yes or no? It's not the body, but it's the blood. So you could say kavachomer etzim kisaora, which is not a tami ba'ol. It's only tami ba'maga. The, the nazir has to destroy his count. He has to go back and shave. So kavachomer revias dam, which is even has the capacity of tumas oil. You see, it's a stronger tuma. Certainly, it should make the nazir go back and shave. So we, what, when, when that was said, Rabbi Lezer said to Rabbi Akiva when he made that argument, you can't do that. Why? Because in down kavachomer me'alacha. We're dealing with the halacha Moshe Sinai about what types of, of, of stuff the Nazir has to shave from. This does not 
it's not an area of logic. You can't say intuitively, I know Raviyah's Dam is more Chamer than, than Azim Kisara, so it should for sure be included. You can't do that. So, so to here, you can't do that. You can't learn the carbon Talmud logically from the carbon Pesach. So how in the world are we, would we even suggest that Tumas HaTahom should apply to, to the carbon Talmud? You learn Xer Shava. It says Ma'ado. So now we understand. It says Ma'ado by Pesach, it says by Talmud. So maybe then the Allah Moshmi Sinai that was said by Pesach were applying over to, to, to Talmud, and it's not based upon logic. Okay? That's what it seems like. Exactly. Exactly. Because one is logic and one's not. Says the Gemara. Now this is weird. We just said it was so strong. It's Allah Moshmi Sinai, right? Now the Gemara Rashi says this next Gemara came before. It's weird. The Gemara is out of order. Chronologically. So Mara says, Tomas Adom and Gufa What's the source in the Torah for Tomas Adom? Meaning the Gemara doesn't yet realize Allah Hamashim Sinai. So the, what's the source in the Torah? Amar Blazar, Amar Kara, it says by the Nazir, the Chiyamas Mace, Allah, if the dead body will die, to him. What does it mean, Allah? It had to be a dead body which was known to him. So if it was a type of body that was buried under rubble, it was not known at all, so then, 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 then it's not the type of thing that messes him up. Says the that's only possible by the Nazar. So it says, when it's talking about the exemptions of people in the Karmapasach, it says, Someone, it says, either he was Tameh, or he was on a distant road to you. So we see that the word to you is not only going back on the distant road, it's also going back on the Tama. It was Tama or a distant road to you. What does it mean to you? That the type of Tama was it was known to you. If it's a type of Tama which is not known to you, then it doesn't require him to do, bring Pesachine. It says Tama or a road. Right? So he was on a distant road. So we compare them. Just as a road is seen, it's visible, it's exposed. The type of Tumah that forces someone to go to Pesach is only a known exposed Tumah. But if it was some buried Tumah, the Tumah sat home, then a person does not have to bring Pesach So we're saying three sources in the Torah. Says the Gemara Meisvei, the definition of a Tumah sat home, and now we like get, find a little clear clarity in what it is. Is it Tumah sat home? Koshalo hikar adam ola. No one in the world knew about it. Even one guy in the world knew about the Tumah. It's not Tumah Now let me just clarify one thing. It doesn't mean you have to go make an investigation. Ask everybody in the world if they knew about the Tumah. It doesn't mean if one random guy, let's say one guy buried it, right? So maybe one random guy buried about it, and now he's in China. So one guy knew about it, so maybe it's not a Tumah even though it's a buried, that buried body. The answer is it's a type of Tumah that now we wouldn't expect anybody to know about. That's the point. If it's positioned in such a way, like it's under a pile of rubble or something like that, where we wouldn't think anybody would know about it, that's called Tumas Atom. So, so, so how does that make sense? How do we get that definition from the Psukim? According to Rabbi it said the source was from Allah, it should all be about whether you, the person who became contaminated, whether you were aware of it. The Pasuk didn't say no one or everyone knows about it. The language is, it was a mace that died to you, meaning you were aware of the dead body. So it should be a personal thing. Are you aware of it? And if we see that that's not the definition of Tumas Alam, Tumas Alam is defined by knowledge of the whole world. It must that's not the source. He said from the word it should be two people knowing about it. Everyone in the entire world should have to know about it. It has to be like a, a road. The same way the road is so exposed for everybody to see. So we should say that the type of Tumah that's Matame is only a type of Tumah that everyone in the world will know about. So it's clearly not the definition. These can't be the sources if the definition of Tumah Satom is that it has to be a type of Tumah that no one would know about. We're seeing a very different definition than the sources. 
Ella, we have to say, really, and Allah defined it as being the way the Bryce said, a type of Tumah that no one knew about. I, the Psukim, Ukra, Asmachta Ba'alma, they're just Asmachtas, they're not really sources, it's really Allah Hamashim Sinai. Zok to Gemara, Amar Mabarabash, this new Allah Hamashim Sinai to Masat home, you don't have to bring Pasashini, it only works if you found out post Zurika. The Zurika was done with the assumption the guy was Tahar, and then we found out about that, you know, he had jumped over a pile of rubble on the way over, which had a dead body underneath. Then you have the idea that in the moment we thought it was good. If you found out about it before this Rika, if you proceed and make this Rika when you found out that retro, because again, he definitely is Tame now. We know he's Tame. Thomas Adom isn't a Matar. It's not like going to the Mikvah. It's just a question of are you Yotze the carbon Pesach? Anyways, so if you found out before this Rika, you're not Yotze. Says the Gemara Meitzvei. We have a kasha. Hamoti meis moshkiv l'rachol shodarach. Somebody who finds a mace strewn across the width of the road. So basically, it's inevitable that he jumped over it or touched it or one of the two. So the truma tummy. He's tummy for truma. Why? Because he's certainly tummy. Lenazar osa pasach tahar. But it says lenazar osa pasach. He's tahar. He is pure. Now, obviously, it doesn't mean he's pure as in he is not tummy. Of course, he is tummy. It must mean he's treated like a pure person whose yotze is carbon pasach. But the language here, because of Thomas Atom, right? But listen to the language. The language is tahar. Why would he use such a word? He is pure. He's definitely not pure. The point is, we're trying to say for the future, he may go and do what a tahar person would do. Just as a tahar person would go and bring a carbon pasach, so too this person who jumped over the pile of rubble with the dead body buried underneath, because of the because of the Allah he may be considered like he is tar and go bring the Parvim Pasa. So we see, even though he found out before the Zrika, for the future, he may still do what a tar person does. So the Gemara concedes that it was wrong. If something was said, don't say, don't say it's only if you found out after the Zrika. The only reason it works is because when you did the Zrika, you thought it was good. Even if you were aware before the Zrika, it's still good. Now, very important point. Say all the Rishonim. Only if you found out after the Shechita. Of course, if you found out before the Shechita, let's say you're walking the base of Mikdash, you're running, running around, you jump over the pile of rubble, someone's like, hey, by the way, there was a, there was a dead body there. And, uh, and then you're like, what do I do? You have to stop. You can't bring the Karm Pesach. You should go do Pesach Shem. Argamar means you don't have to find out after the Zerika. As long as the Shechita was on, as long as the Avoda began, and you thought you were Tahar, when you then find out, even before the Zerika, that you had been tummy because of a Tomazata home, you're allowed to proceed. Okay? So even though the Gemara is saying you, you could find out before this Rika, it's only because you found out once the Avodah began. Exactly. From between, you found out between the Shrita, now he may proceed to have the blood thrown for him. That's what the Rishonim speak out. You would have said from the Gemara, not that way. Without the Rishonim, you would say the Gemara means even, let's say, before the Shrita. Just as soon as you did it, you found out, you may proceed, keep on going, do the Shrita. Rishonim say, no, it only means after the Avodah began. When you find the dead body strewn across the width of the road. So here it was inevitable that he became Tameh. Lit Shruma Tameh. That's why he's definitely, for Shruma he can't eat. But to go proceed to the Karm Pesach, he could. When is it true? And again, this is because of the concept of the tzitz working for Tumas at home, which is only by the Karm Pesach, not for Truma. So when is this true that for Truma he's Tameh Shein Lom Lavar? The way the, the dead body was positioned, when you uncover it, it was 
strewn every single area across the width, so there's no possible way that he could have crossed without becoming tummy. Let's say it's in fragments, right? Or let's say it doesn't go across the whole width of the street and we don't know what part he went over. So basically, as long as there's some suffix involved in whether he became tummy, then what's the halacha after trimah tar? He's sure even to eat trimah. Why? Because there's a law that suffix tumah v'rishus harabim sefeko tahar. Whenever there's a doubtful tumah that arises v'rishus harabim, you're tar. That's nothing to do with tumah at all. That's tamah halacha and the laws of tumah. So if the mace wasn't mushkaving throughout the entire width, so it's possible that he didn't become tamay, so he's allowed to eat trimah as well. That's for sure good. Another qualification. It's only here that it was found completely whole. There we say he's tummy for trim. Let's say it's broken up into, into pieces. Why? Even if it's strewn across the whole width, but if it's not one big piece of the body, the body's in pieces, he's tar. Because maybe he maneuvered himself through the, the breaks and he didn't become tummy. Again, it's a suffix tummy versus a kever, But if it's in a coffin, then it doesn't make a difference if, in, if, it's, in, if it's not one big piece. The law of a coffin is that any fragments of a dead body, it's as if they're all joined together. Basically, Rashi learns pshat, the coffin is matami. It's a lot of lumdas in this, in, in the laws of Tumah. But the din of hakever mitzarifo isn't just that the fragments are viewed as weighing one big piece, it's much more. The din is that the kever, the coffin itself, that, that, that holds all of the fragments, itself is, is, it has the Tumah of Tumah's mace. So therefore, since it was inevitable that you passed over the coffin, your Tumah, even though it was possible that you didn't pass over directly the pr- fragments of the body. That what? That it's okay if there were fragments without a coffin. That's all because it's possible that you stepped between the fragments. But if, let's say, you're riding on a wagon, because when you're walking with your feet, it's possible you didn't make contact or that you weren't ma'ahil, you didn't form a tent, a roof over the body. When you're riding, there it doesn't make a difference because that's going to form ohel. That's the way ohel works. If you're in a wagon, which is wide, even if your body is not directly, if you measure directly under it, is no, is no dead body. But if any amount of the wagon has under it a dead body, that will now form as an OL to you. So since that's inevitable, so then you are, uh, you are dumb. All of these halachas is another point we said by Tumas home because the dead body was buried. That's why you could proceed to the carbon Pasach. But if it was a known Tumah, let's say everybody knew about the dead body, just you missed it when you were going, you didn't realize it was there, then you're definitely Tameh. Then you're Tameh. You, in other words, you cannot proceed for the carbon Pasach. You can proceed for the carbon Pasach is only because it was, the body was was it Tumas Atom? Easy Tumas Atom. This is the price. Huh? What is the Tumas Atom? Like we quoted it before, that no one in the world was aware of it. In other words, it was in a position that we assume no one in the world knew about. It was a type of thing where somebody knew about. So, what does it mean? I always have it very unclear. We showed him a little unclear here. If one person, Amaisa, like attended to the burial, just going to give you an example. One guy, Mamish, buried it under the public street. One guy, okay? He knows about it. And he did it, and he did it in a way that it wasn't deep enough in the ground or whatever, it was still all a mace, and now you jump over it. And he, he like saw it, and he comes over to you, he's like, by the way, there's a dead body. What are you posking? Is that Tomas at home or not? Very unclear. Because it's in a position that it's unlikely anyone would know about, but it's not like in a way that's exposed at all that people should know about. But Lamaisa, that's what happened. Some guy buried. Mashmah that it's not Tumas Atom, but I'm not so sure. I, I, I'm not so clear in the Mitzi. It's like if the, a, a rubble, let's say, fell over a pile of a body, that's clearly Tumas Atom. No, it's not, no one knows about it, right? So it's just a bio barrel, like, oh wow, we discovered a dead body. That's a clear Tumas Atom. 
But if somebody goes ahead, one guy goes ahead and buries it, that's Hegachon Mitzvah Olam? Or is the point is that in a position that maybe and someone would know about it, and even if it's just one person, but the point is the way the body is positioned, it's expected that one person would know about. That's the, I'm not sure. I'm not sure 100% in the precise definition. Then you're for sure tahar mamish. You're tahar. You're pasha tahar. Even you could go eat truma. Suffolk tomb versus Aramis. Fake otar. You don't need to mess for that. We only need to mess the home where it was completely strewn across the whole width, straight, everything. There's no way you didn't become tummy. But since it was positioned in a way that there was no one who knew about it, so there's a new halacha that for carbon Pesach, you're able to, not, to, 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 to be maratza despite the fact that you ended up being tummy. But if you found it buried in straw, but offer dirt, but throws and pebbles, or you said Tumas at home, that is Tumas at home because that's something we assume no one knew about. What about if it was difficult to find? But my, let's say it was it was in water. Ba'afela was dark. in the crevices of rocks. So here it gets very tricky, right? Is this a type of tumma that somebody would know about? So if you look very carefully, you would find it, but it's not something that you would notice. It's not like conspicuous. So the bride's rules aims at Tumas at home. Because again, Tumas Adom is kosher lohegar echad besofa olam. That is, it's unlikely anybody knows about it. So if it's under a body of rubble, that's unlikely anyone knows about it. But if it's difficult to find, it's unlikely a lot of people know about it. But it's possible one guy who was looking carefully found it. And then the Bryce ends off with that one halacha that we were seeing that lo amr Tumas Adom elo lemeis pelvad. That it's only true for mace, for Tumas mace as opposed to a different type of tuma. So let's just go over what that line in the Bryce was coming to exclude. Lo amr elo Tumas mace to exclude what? So there's two different ways to go. If your most intuitive thing to say would be, and not Tumas Sharetz. Tumas at the home of Sharetz, in fact, the guy is pushed off and has to bring carbon passive. But wait a second, that depends on Machlokas. So could you be Shokha Vazokat or Tami Sharetz or not? If you could be Shokha Vazokat or Tami Sharetz, certainly a Tumas at the home of Sharetz is not worse than a Vadai, than a Vadai uh, Sharetz. So it can't be worse excluding Tumas at the home of Sharetz. So either you say, ain't Shokha Vazokat or Tami Sharetz, and that's what the Quran ended up saying with Das Rabiosi. If you will show them the Zarkin Tami Sharetz, we're not excluding that. So we could say we're coming to exclude Tomas Ziva, like that case where it was the Zav on his seventh day on Erev Pesach, and, uh, and, 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 and he ended up seeing after the carbon Pesach. So we, we say that he has to bring Pesach Shani, even though at the time it was a Tomas Shani you do with. There was no way anyone could have known whether or not he was going to see. That's another possibility of what we're coming to exclude. A third possibility, which is always good, is that we might be excluding. A coin that uh, takes on and assumes something the Gemara is not sure about, that a coin also has Tumas Atahom. If a coin did the Avod to the Karm Pesach and then found out he was Tami Mace from a dead body that was not known about, that he also has Tumas Atahom, assuming that would be true, which we're not sure, then we could say we're excluding if the coin found out about a Tumas Atahom of Sharetz. So all those are three, those are the three possibilities of what and each one of those has uh, the, the, the different potentials. So the simplest situation of, of Tumas Atom by Mace is there's a dead body buried. You could have it by Sheretz, you know, there was a Sheretz buried, you weren't, there was no way you could have known it was there. And then the other example of Tumas Atom, which is what we saw by Ziva, which is when it's Be'etzim impossible to know whether or not you're going to see later today. So it's a Tumas She'ini Yadua. And that one by Ziva is obviously a very, very, very different nature. And then we threw in that last point that according to Rabbi Yossi, it's never Nagea Tumas Atom by Ziva. Because according to Rabbi Yossi, so when you end up seeing later in that day, it's a new seeing that's disconnected to what was before, and you're stam. It comes out that at the time you were totally tahar, and of course you're pater from Pasashini. Okay.